Welcome to Parenting Trap, episode 21, where Alex and I discuss listeners' questions. Hi, I have an amazing and capable one-and-a-half-year-old child. My partner and I have practiced respectful parenting since our kid was born. While I am able to be home full-time with our child, I have been having to rely regularly on my partner's mother for help. She's a deeply loving person and is making an effort to interact with our daughter like we do, but she is used to, but she is very used to her traditional parenting practices of lessons, good jobs, and even timeouts. It bothers me a lot, but my partner is hesitant to try to quote train her because he undoubtedly fears she will be offended. I am worried about the inconsistency affecting my child's relationship with their grandparent. How should I approach this awkward situation? That can't be an awkward situation. Um, yeah, that's a hard situation. I think it's one that we all get in. Yeah, I think um, as a respectful parent, uh, I think that is the minority of people actually don't parent this way. And so we oftentimes are faced with people interacting with our child in a way that we would not interact with our child. Right? Yes. So I, um, that is tricky. Since, yep. It's never going to go away. Like it's going to keep popping up. That's that's one of those things that you have to continually deal with, but it gets easier. Uh, The more you learn about the philosophy and embrace it, the better you get at explaining it and um, figuring out how to navigate those situations. Um, I just want to touch. This is similar to the other question about how to talk to an adult because it sounded like she was wondering how to talk to her partner about his mother yeah. Helping with the child or even speaking to the mother directly, feeling a little bit unsure about how to speak with the mother, uh, mother-in-law that is, uh, yeah, about that. So, so I like to focus on the child relationships here. Um, but again, I'll reiterate when you're dealing with people, the same principles apply respectful communication. Um, yeah, you yeah. can be open and honest, respectful, empathize. Sorry about that. I need to call. I put that down. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so. Yeah, um, that absolutely. I agree. So how do you navigate this? Because we, I think all of us have instances where we, um, whether it be friends, relatives, and our children are either left in their care or we're with them and they're not interacting with their child the way that we would be. Yep. Um, so, I, I mean, I would start by saying, for the most part, um, your child's relationship with other people in their life is their relationship with other people. So we are still the main, being parents we're probably the main ones that spend time with our children. We're going to be the our main biggest, our main influence, the biggest role model for our child. So, you know, it's okay that not everyone does things exactly the same way that we would. Yeah. In fact, that would be unreasonable. Yes. That would be unreasonable and unrealistic because eventually your kid's going to get older. They're going to go out into the world and they're going to realize that different people act differently around them and treat them differently. And, uh, there's just different personalities out there. Yes. So, so to try and pigeonhole everyone and force them to be a specific way, well, we would just be against that in general. I'm, I, I am not for forcing people to alter who they are for anything. 
yeah, including my children and including other people who might be interacting with my child. So there, I would, I would, for the most part, urge a parent to, if they are relying on someone like a family member, um, allow that relationship to be without too much irritation from you. So look inside yourself and kind of release. Don't micromanage Don't it. Don't micromanage it. Micromanage, and, yeah. Yeah, and you can kind yeah. of release some of that anxiety that you have is what you think the influence is. Right. But with so, that said, we are still our children's advocate. Yes. They can't advocate for themselves. We need to be that person for them. And um, we would never send our kids knowingly to someone like a relative uh, knowing if they were abusive, right? We wouldn't do that. So there's this spectrum of allowable behavior. And I think everyone is a little bit different in what they value, what they're willing to tolerate. Um, obviously, abuse is always wrong. And then there's this fuzzy line of um, timeouts and spanking. I'm going to use those two because those two are actually legal. And so they're not abuse here in the United States. I personally view that as abusive. I think they're wrong. So I think it's wrong to use those techniques. So if a family member was using those techniques, I would say that's a hard line. That's something that I need to stop. And I would very, very respectfully try and talk to the person about it. Um, try and change their point of view, explain why I don't do those things, give them the tools they need to try something else. Um, and if they refuse to do that, look into other options. Yeah. But then there's other things like good job. I don't believe in saying good job to kids, mm -hmm. but if someone does it, I'm going to let it go. I'm not going to freak out about it. No, no. <laughs> so, um, so it's really pick your battles, decide what is important to you and, and then deal with the situation accordingly. Yeah. And ultimately you are the parent, you get to make that decision, um, whether or not you want that person to continue to care for your child. Um, and that could even mean, you know, so this is a grandparent and, you know, you might still want them to have a relationship, but maybe not to be together for alone for extended periods of time because they're continually putting your child in timeout. So if you can't respectfully approach that and say, um, we don't use timeouts in this house, you can't do that to my child. If they are receptive to that, great. And if they want to hear more about tools that they could sort of approach your child without timeouts, um, great. If not, and you decide that that's not a line that you're willing to cross, um, you can still have a relationship with this person, but I recommend being present with them yes. so they can't put your child in timeout. Supervised visits. Supervised yes, visits. Where you can advocate for your child. Yeah. So I'm yes. not saying that you your option is to cut this person out entirely from your life. Right. Uh, the option can be this person's still part of their life. They're just not in charge of the care for your child because you're not happy with the way that they are right caring for your child and and that's acceptable so um that's just something to keep in mind now if it's something super egregious if you're if you're if they're spanking your child or you suspect abuse in any way i i would recommend it's a not, hard line no. that's a hard line no um and if they're unwilling to to 
ever, if they're, they're unwilling to listen to your perspective on this, again, you're the parent, you get to decide. And um, that would just be a hard line. No, absolutely. If you are looking for help, um, if you're looking to, to hire a help, getting someone that you pay is a little bit easier because then you can tell them what you do, what you, what you don't like, what's okay and not okay. If you're relying on a family member for free help, it's a little bit harder because it's like, well, beggars can't be choosers, right? Yes. <laughs> so I would recommend, um, to maybe hire someone. And if you're looking to hire someone, I had a lot of luck, a lot more luck with younger people who are new to babysitting and don't have a lot of experience because you can train them. They, they are not set in their ways. If you get a grandmotherly type figure who's raised five kids and raised a bunch of grandkids, then they often become set in their ways. They're like, look, I've done this. I have the experience. This is what I do. Um, and they will, it will likely be harder for you to explain to them <laughs> why you don't do certain things. Right, right. Um, unless that grandmotherly figure is a respectful parent, which would be amazing because that those ideas definitely were around then. Yeah. Um, it's just, it was rare. It's rare. It's more likely that the grandparent is going to think that children need to be um, uh, coerced into yes. uh, behaving correctly. They look at behavior as something that needs to be corrected. Punished for bad behavior. Yep. Rewarded for good behavior. For good behavior. And, and that's what you do with kids. Yeah. Um, and that here we don't, that's not what we advocate for. Nope. We say all behavior is communication and we need to look at it as such, dig deeper, figure out what the root cause is and come up with creative collaborative solutions that respect the child. Yes. Without shame, without punishments, without rewards. Without rewards. Yeah. So yeah, it's tricky because if you're relying on someone like a relative for help and you can't afford or you want the free help, um, you gotta, you gotta weigh the options there. And, um, a lot, a lot of parents I think can be, or a lot of grandparents can be pretty receptive to, to ideas. I mean, they want to have a good relationship with their grandchildren and with, their own children and they want it to work out. So I mean, as long as you're not micromanaging every tiny little interaction, the, you know, a couple of ground rules are, are probably going to be acceptable. Yes. Um, like you're not allowed to spank my child or you're not allowed to put them in timeout. Um, but if yes. they decide that they want to implement something like a sticker chart in your house or in their house, when they're watching them, you know, I might, uh, I might say, I don't believe in sticker charts. And if they don't want to hear anything about it or don't seem receptive or say, Hey, it works for me. I might um, be a little bit more lenient mm -hmm. about something like that. Yep. Um, yep. So, and we can also get creative with, with um, solutions to all problems. So if you are looking for help and you have been using your mother-in-law and you don't want to use your mother-in-law anymore for these reasons, um, is there a neighbor or friend that you get along with and they have a child of a similar age or they love children. Can you lean on someone else? I mean, there's a lot of other, a lot of other options. So don't think that just because what you're in right now is, is like, don't think that you have to make what you're in right now work because it might not work. You might need to think of outside the box. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, 
And for the littler things, you know, we, I would say that most of the time our relatives just want to have a good relationship with our children. Yeah. And they probably don't realize that what they're doing isn't really respectful. Yeah. They probably don't. They think that they're helping. And I think if you approach it from that point of view and realizing that they really do probably just want to do right by you and your kid. Um, there are people out there who don't think that though. And if yes. that's true, if you get the feeling that someone's trying to discipline your child because they think that your child's not getting disciplined at home, oh. that's a toxic situation. I would say there's no way you can respectfully talk your way out of that. Um, so I would try and distance my family right. from that person as much as possible. Like not let the child spend time with that person alone. alone. Yes, that's a good point. There are people, and I have seen that before, where they think that you, because you are not using punishments, that you're this permissive parent, and they need to counteract it tenfold on the other end mm -hmm. in punishing your child very severely to make up for all the permissiveness in the household. Right. So I think kind of the concept there, which is... Um, you know, never going to work out well. And, and the more you try to convince the person that's not acceptable, probably the more they're going to double down that yeah. it's a problem. And then they're going to view every single challenging behavior, behavior through the eyes of the parent. Yes. Like being guilty of not punishing enough. So, right. um, which uh, that is something to just, not even have that fight. Right. Um, and trust your gut, trust your instinct on this and don't continue to allow that to yeah. manifest because yeah. it's going to be problematic. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Um, but most people aren't like that. Most, most people, people want aren't. a good relationship with their family yes. and yeah, they're willing to work with you. You can yeah. give them a book. Give them Talk a book and, 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 and maybe it's even just a simple, Hey, we don't do timeouts and, um, seeing if they can even navigate it themselves um, without too much control or uh, correction, because mm -hmm. sometimes people can even see like, a, oh, we don't do timeouts and here's a book you can read. It's like, what? I don't want to have to do homework. I raised three kids on my own. I don't need a book on how to raise children. <laughs> um, but if they, you know, they'll probably go, well, then how do you stop them from doing X if you don't put them in timeout? Right. And then they can instigate a conversation and hopefully they go, huh, I never thought about it that way. That's really interesting. I'll give that a try. Yeah. Um, all the while I would recommend having those conversations, probably not in front of your child. No, don't have them in front of your child. This would be a conversation with the yes. other adult um, uh, on their own rather than yes. in front of your child. They don't need to hear a conversation on how the adults around them might. I mean, I think the, the kind of, I, I hate this terminology, but how to handle them. Right. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear that conversation yep. about themselves. So um, save it for another moment. Yes. Not in front of your child. Not in front of your child. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully That's that answered. It. I hope that yeah. helped answer your questions. And um, thank you. Thank you. If you guys, any of you listening out there have any other questions, uh, we'd love to answer them on this. Yes. Um, like and subscribe. 
uh, share the video and uh, write us, write us questions at parentingtrap.com and we'll get back to you. So thanks a lot, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.